woke. Time to get up. Hello and welcome to Thought You Were Woke, No Speed Limit Podcast. I'm your host, Alvin. I hope you are having a terrific day. Um, I, I, I've been off for a while because, you know, it's Thanksgiving holidays. But I want to say this. I want to thank you. I want to thank you for being a listener, for you watching if you're on YouTube. I, I want to thank you for participating in my show uh, when you make comments. So continue to like and share. Uh, make sure that you are sharing this because that's the most important part. I would love to do this full time. I would love to be out here and be able to inform people and bring interviews on and do things like that. But I got to, of course, build up the build up the uh, reputation and the audience to do so. And how do you do that? When you share it with other people, uh, when you like, all of those things are important. The more views we get, the more I can be out there to inform. I think the show today is going to be very good because this is the show about something that's important, informing people about things that are going on in the United States that affect us, regardless of where we are. It affects us. So um, let's get started. Uh, today, the, the Eighth Circuit Court of Appeals of the United States, it wasn't today, but in a two-to-one decision has ruled that only the Department of Justice has the right to sue states over possible voting rights violations. In other words, you would, if you had a violation, you would have to report that to the Department of Justice. Then they would have to bring a lawsuit against um, the United States. Now, some people are probably saying, well, didn't you have to do that anyway? No. Individual groups like NAACP uh, and other voting rights organizations could bring a lawsuit if you felt that your voting rights were violated. You as an individual could have brought a lawsuit against the the government this is whether you're white whether you're black i don't care what race you are you could bring a lawsuit but now they're taking that out of your hand so now you have to appeal to the department of justice to try to get them to move on this violation so many current pending cases for private voting organizations are now possibly in jeopardy because of the court's ruling now the original case came from a lawsuit bought by the Arkansas Regional NAACP and Arkansas Public Service Panel. In that lawsuit, plaintiffs alleged that Arkansas newly created redistricting maps unfairly diluted the black vote. Judge Lee Rundowski, of a Trump appointee to the court, ruled that only the head of the Justice Department, the Attorney General, could bring a lawsuit dismissing, dismissing the Arkansas case. Now, there, th- th- that word right there, that thing right there, a Trump appointed attorney sparked this and then they went to the appeals court, which is not the full Eighth Circuit, it's a two to one decision. There's a full circuit, we'll talk about that in a minute. The Civil Rights Act of 1964 does not specifically give private individuals and groups the right to sue, however, the courts in past decisions, like its recent ruling on Alabama, Georgia. Uh, uh, South Carolina and and, uh, uh, New York have set presidents allowing private groups and individuals the uh, right to bring a lawsuit. Now, here's the thing. 
that decision is just one step in this process. The full Eighth Circuit Court may be asked to review the case, and the case could be sent to the Supreme Court. It could be. For now, this case only applies to the Eighth Circuit, which includes Arkansas, Mississippi, Iowa, Minnesota, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Nebraska, but could put other lawsuits in jeopardy. One such case is by South Dakota Native Americans over district maps which attempted to dilute the Native American vote in South Dakota and could overturn this ruling. In that ruling, South Dakota was found in violation uh, uh, in their, the way they drew their districts and it was diluting the uh, uh, Native American vote so they had to redraw their districts. Now, the Supreme Court ruled earlier this year in the favor of the voting rights cases in Georgia, Alabama, New York, and South Carolina that ruled that the gerrymandering districts unfairly affected minorities in those states in lawsuits brought by voting rights activist groups. Now, in New York, the case was not about minorities. It was about Republican districts, about that the Democratic-controlled uh, House and Senate of the state of New York basically drew uh, too few uh, districts for the Republicans. And that's not fair either. I don't like gerrymandering, period. I per personally believe that we should go pro to proportional voting. Proportional voting is fair. That way we can get a proportional number of seats based on how people vote. So if 27%, which is the uh, number of black people in the state of Alabama, is 27% voted for said the Democratic Party and the rest voted for the Republican Party. I think, actually, if you put it together, it would be 34% of the state would probably vote Democrat. So then we'd have 34% of the seats and the rest would go to Republicans. It's a red state. It is what it is. Uh, but I'd rather have proportional voting than the current system that we have where we allow whoever wins the power in the state to decide how districts are drawn. That's so undemocratic. It's ridiculously undemocratic. We could set up, which is another idea, we could set up a panel that is a bipartisan committee that then puts forth a proposal to the to the uh, legislation of how that this stuff should be drawn up. We could do that as well. Um, however, like I said, um, it is it behooves uh, us to change the system in order to fix the problem. But meanwhile, we'll have to keep having these court battles. And like I said, right now, this particular case, this is a good thing, only affects that one particular district. It only affects that one particular district. But once again, voting rights is under attack. And guess who's behind this? An appointee of Trump. We put three Trump appointees on the Supreme Court in this past year. They have voted against affirmative action. They voted against affirmative action. They've overturned Roe versus Wade. They've done a lot of things. See, we got to watch who we put in office. And this ain't the only case. I'm going to bring up another case for you folks who don't care about voting rights and voting and yada yada. It's like, I'm not going to vote anyway. This other case should bother you. So black people. Black people, I'm asking y'all to understand, you like your money, right? You don't want nobody to mess with your money. When you have an opportunity to have a business and you need investment, if a group says, I'm going to invest in your business because, you know, as black people, we need that help. You keep saying that certain groups will help you. 
what happens when white people get their foot in, in between your way to get there? And here's how they do it. Here's one right here. A federal appeals court has approved an injunction to block grants for black women entrepreneurs. In a two-to-one decision, the 11th Circuit Court of Appeal, which holds jurisdiction over Alabama, Georgia, and Florida, ruled in favor of the American Alliance for Equal Rights. In the organization that believes or claims race should not be used to help or hurt or harm an individual's endeavors in life who bought a suit against Fearless Fund, a black-owned venture capitalist firm that gives fearless grants to black women-owned businesses. So what they've done is they've come against this minority firm that gives grants to black women who may otherwise not get money from the bank or other situations, but here they go and they can start a business. And it has been very successful across the United States. There are black black owned women's businesses, you know, wherever these 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 kind of grants are offered, it has been successful. It's helped black women start businesses. Just like there are organizations that help black men start men that just help black people in general start businesses. According to the CNN, the alliance has argued the grant violates section 1981 of the U.S. Code, which guarantees equal rights for all people to make and enforce contracts within the jurisdiction of the United States without favor, discrimination, or based on race. Now, this is a grant. I don't know if it's a contract. I know there are stipulations behind a grant, but usually they give you a grant and you don't pay it back, so on and so forth. This is not an investment. It's a grant. I guess it depends on the type of grant, though, you know. So I'm still trying to figure out how this violates the 1981 code there, Section 1981 of the U.S. Code. Now, the architect of this lawsuit is one Edward Bloom. Bloom is also the man behind the case that ended affirmative action and college admissions. He has also challenged the Voting Rights Act and is responsible for the gutting of that of that act. Bloom is also involved in several lawsuits to set challenge equity and diversity programs uh, by major corporations. So in other words, this Edward Bloom guy, I've talked about him on several occasions. He is bringing these lawsuits. Now, the reason why he's winning, two judges who decided the case, Robert Buck and Andrew Brasher, were both appointed by one Donald Trump to the position. And the reason why I want to bring this up, because you guys got to understand, that is a major, major issue. Donald Trump. Ladies and gentlemen, Donald Trump is running for office. Now, polls are saying this, and I hate polls because the media is doing the wrong thing. It keeps pushing out these polls. Do they realize how they are affecting people's attitudes toward voting? Well... Lesser and less people want Biden to run for office. Lesser and less people, but they're not really talking about the reasons behind why people are upset. You know, they keep saying, well, you know, let's say economically, they feel like we're not doing well. Well, if we're not, then show that we're not. You are the media. Your job is to go out and investigate why people feel the way they do. I understand for people. I don't rent. I own my home. But people who rent their home, rent is high. This is Alabama. The average person in this state makes... The average family makes less than $50,000 a year. So if the average family is making less than $50,000 a year, $1,200 a month in rent is high. Especially if you uh, say 
husband and wife, two kids. You got medical bills. You got uh, daycare. You got to buy food, utilities, uh, take care of cars, put gas in those cars. $1,200 a month in rent is expensive. I mean, back in the day, it wasn't that expensive, but now it is. Oh, well, you got two incomes in your house. You'll make it. You know, maybe you live out in the trailer out there in the middle of Podunk, Alabama, and it doesn't really matter. But at the same time, it may not be Podunk, Alabama. It might be right down the road in Bessemer. I don't know. Anyway, uh, you live in a trailer. There's still expenses you have to pay. You still have to pay gas, water bill. And if it's property that you're on... You know, you're paying for that, too. I mean, you're paying that every month. You bought that trailer, right? It has a mortgage on it or, or, or a loan on it, just like if you bought a car or anything like that. So you got to pay that every month. You got to pay for upkeep. You got to do all the things that you need to do. Maybe the property that you're on, you don't own, so you're paying rent on that. That's expensive. And I understand that. The most people are complaining are younger. Of course, their salaries are not going to be high as those older folks. And so we can probably absorb more. They're probably less likely to own a house uh, and have that financial stability. So they're worried about getting that financial stability. A lot of them are upset because they didn't get their student loans paid, all those things. So we can talk about all that. But if you're going to vote for Trump, just remember you might be voting against your opportunity to make money because people say, with Trump, I get the opportunity uh, to, you know, you know, pull myself up by my bootstraps. Really? So a lawsuit like this actually hurts your ability because I'm putting a roadblock out here to keep you from pulling. Well, that just means I have to put a better proposal forward and I'll get a lot. Are you sure? See, there's a blindness here. Now all of a sudden we got this blindness like, well... It's based on the fact that uh, you 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 didn't qualify or your business is not qualified enough to uh, uh, do this. They can create whatever lie they want to keep you from getting what you need to start your business. Now, granted, they were giving these grants to people who qualified. You still had to qualify for this grant. You had to prove that your whatever business. Uh, you were for, for, uh, format you were creating was legit, that it was sustainable. You had to prove all of those things in order to get this loan. I mean, it, it's not that you just went out and were able to do whatever you want. But folks, we got to watch who we vote for, who we put in office. In both of these lawsuits, the attack is against minorities in the country, basically. The first one you can say it's not just black people, it's white people, Asian, uh, it's uh, Native Americans, anybody could be advanced. The second one, it will be the same case here. Think about this. You are Johnny Rogers from Mountain Brook, Alabama. You decide to set up a fund to help young white men from uh, white men from a particular school, and it's not necessarily because of this race, but you, you, it's, you set this up and it's going to help these young white men at this particular place. And now somebody sues you and says, well, you can't do that because, but then you're saying, well, this is my money. This is my First Amendment right because that's what these people uh, base this on. on. Uh, it's my First Amendment right to decide where I put my money. 
Now, here comes these uh, alliance folks, these Alliance of America for Equal Rights and Justice, which is uh, a lie, by the way. Uh, these same folks, I think, helped start uh, Jim Crow laws as far as because they, they're from 1866. This organization started in 1866, so I think they have something to do with Jim Crow laws as well. Uh, anyway, so they bring this lawsuit, you know, uh, or let's say you belong to a church because that's going to become the next thing. Let's say you belong to a church and you only want to give your grants to Christians. So now we can't we can't discriminate based on race. So why should we be able to discriminate against religion? It's going to be a it's going to be a, a domino effect. They're going to start doing all this stuff like you can't do this and you can't do that and you can't do this da 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 da, and the domino effect is all to help one group. Because then I walk into a law firm as a black man, I'm going to get a job here because I qualify because I've worked hard. I've got the merits and all that stuff. They look at my paper and they go, I can't hire you. Why? Because everybody else in here out qualifies you. They don't, but you can say that. And then I can't discriminate, can't go back and say, hey, you did that because I'm, I'm black. You discriminated against me. Well, prove it. The system says I'm taking away everything to make it impossible for you to prove it that's what these guys want to do can't help or hurt you in other words so if i go to and I, I sue a company because they didn't hire me because i'm black well they well they hurt me so then i'm suing because they hurt me but then you're saying at the same time that lawsuit is illegal because they can't my race can't help me get the job which is it we got we got to make decisions that make sense None of the stuff that these people are doing makes sense, right? Trump in office doesn't mean it's going to be guaranteed that it's going to be good for black people. Um, let's take a break here. Hey, y'all. Thank y'all for listening to Thought Your Well. No speaking on the podcast. Without you, this would not be possible. So please... If you're listening for the first time, this is your opportunity to like, share, and subscribe. And I promise the information you get here is 100% original. There is, you know, so much to talk about in the world. And I love to talk about it. And I love to talk about it with you. So please like, share, and subscribe. And if you really like this, and I know some of you really do, make sure you share it with your friends. Again, y'all have a wonderful day. Now, you guys remember the Montgomery Brawl, right? You know, we were all excited about what, you know, what happened, you know, that this man, this riverboat captain, all these, these white guys got on were beating him down, and they were attacking him, and sure enough, people came to us, the 16-year-old boy, that you know, he became superhero, they, they called him Aquaman, he, he came up there, and he, he was over there pushing people down and grabbing people, getting them out of the way, and other folks came, and black folks got together, and they fought back against these guys, right? Well, guess what happened? Damian Pickett, the co-captain of the Harriet II Riverboat, has been arrested and charged with third-degree assault in the event known as the Montgomery Brawl or the Brawl at the Riverfront. The original event, which happened in Montgomery, Alabama, Riverfront, occurred when Pickett approached the owner of the pontoon boat who had docked in a spot uh, reserved for the Harriet II. Pickett who happens to be a black man, was attacked by several white passengers in the pontoon boat right there on the docks. 
Soon, others, including a 16-year-old crew member, joined in to assist the riverboat captain, and a brawl ensued. And it was a fair brawl. You know, there was a guy with the chair. He also uh, uh, got charged with assault. But they there was a GoFundMe for him. They did all kinds of things for him, so he got some help with that. I think his charges were uh, 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 eventually dismissed. The original event happened on August 5th and garnered national attention and went viral online. The reason why I want to bring up August 5th is because it went viral online. That was in August. It is now it, it was November. They waited till now in November to arrest. Three months later, arrest this cap, the riverboat cap. The charges stem from a complaint by Zachary Chase, that's his nickname, Chase Shipman, an occupant of the pontoon boat who is currently charged with third-degree assault on picket, along with other occupants of the pontoon boat. So this guy who assaulted Pickett is now saying that Pickett assaulted him. He claims that Pickett unlawfully assaulted him. Richard Roberts, one of the other platoon occupants, has pleaded guilty to misdemeanor charges and openly apologized to Pickett for his part in the brawl. Not Zachary. Zachary is one of those privileged sons of guns who thinks that uh, he can hit somebody and if the other person hit him back... He has violated his rights. Those are the ones I can't stand, really. Seriously, those are the ones I can't stand right there. But here's the worst part about this. Now, uh, all this information is on political. It's on CNN. I've gotten several news sources. AP, uh, AL.com. All of these are my news sources for my stories. Uh, Politico for the other stories. CNN. Um... And The Guardian. The Guardian is also a news source for all of this. Let me give you my opinion on this. Because it's sad to see this. So everybody was so supportive during the time of the original event. Everybody was cheering and everything. Everybody, The guy with the chair, they even put a, a defense fund up for him. Now here comes Pickett. Most of y'all don't even know this. That this man has been arrested. And charged with third degree uh, uh, assault charges. And he was the one that was originally the victim. In this whole thing. Yet they got the nerve to charge him with this. And they waited three months. Montgomery kept it silent. They didn't mention the fact that they charged him. They didn't make it public. But they went ahead and charged him. Now I, I got a feeling that this is going to eventually get thrown out in court. But for right now he's been charged. It's just that whole thing. It reminds me of the old Jim Crow South, where a black man could be assaulted and then charged with his own assault. That's what it reminds me of. I'm sitting here trying to think, how 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 else would I see this? Uh, this black man got assaulted, and he's being charged with assault because he defended himself, because he came back and defended himself, because... Those men were definitely in the wrong. They were in a part in the spot they shouldn't have even been in in the first place. He just wanted to move the boat out of the way so that he his boat could park there. But no. He's being charged with assault. Um, I mean, I really ain't much there to say about this. Now, here's the sad part about this. This man didn't have a lawyer. 
Nobody was giving him a GoFundMe account. I don't think half of Montgomery knew. I don't, most of y'all didn't know. I heard the only reason I found out was somebody was talking about it on TikTok. And I turned over and I was looking up information. And I found Roland Martin. Roland Martin was interviewing Pickett and, said, and asked Pickett, and said, has anybody started GoFundMe? He said, no. Uh, has anybody offered you the help with finding an attorney? He said, nope. See, black folks, let me explain something. This is what I'm pissed off by. Just like I'm pissed off about black folks wanting to vote for Trump, I am totally pissed when a person like this needs help and y'all don't show up. Y'all were cheering back when the fight happened, but now y'all don't want to help. I ain't got nothing wrong with the fight. You know, I was on y'all's side with that. Because I, I believe he totally was defending himself. That's what that that's what happened. If they all of them got pushed around, someone got thrown in the water, got hit by chairs, it didn't matter. They deserved it. At the same time, black folks, we got to come together. I assume now somebody has started, by now somebody has started a GoFundMe account. And Roland Martin uh, called Ben Crump to try to get him a lawyer. And I'm sure they got him somebody to help him. Uh, so that part has been solved, but it's just the fact that you sitting there telling me that folks ain't didn't come together. Like you just was together on that, but you ain't together now. You need to be together at those times because that is the get back. I live in Alabama. This is Jim Crow South. Steve Marshall, who is the, uh, attorney general of the state is suing cities that have removed Confederate stats statutes because there's a law here where they a city has to pay twenty five thousand or two hundred fifty thousand dollars if they remove a historical statue from a city and that thing them things ain't even historical because it was like 20 years after the people who originally had them died that they dedicated these statues anyway uh they ain't got and they're dedicated to men who lost the war against the united states you you honoring these men like they did something great which they did do but anyway i'll leave that alone that that's beside the point. Uh, and you want to sue for that. Somebody should sue Steve Marshall and tell him he's violating the constitution of the United States. Uh, uh, because th those were treasonous men that were being honored in these parks and in, in, in places like that in the state of Alabama. Never mind. Just forget that last part of that statement, but you, you get what I'm saying, right? So I presented you several different things. I've the circuit court court deal. The 11th and 8th Circuit Court, what's happening to black people there. I presented to you this case. In a Republican-led state, because Alabama is totally Republican-led state. A red state. Um, we got to watch who we put in office. We got to vote. Local elections count. National elections count. The reason I'm even bringing any of this up is to say this. That you got to care and concern black folks. And I know I have white people that listen. So it's important that you also have to be careful. Let me say everybody. That's better. Everybody has to be concerned about who they put in office to run the state. Racism is a problem. Incompetence is a problem. There are people who do not understand the, the nature of the Constitution of the United States and will violate any amendment they possibly can when they get in that office. Trump is now talking about putting troops on. I'll, I'm going to do that in another video. He's talking about putting troops on the streets in every our major cities to stop crime. And some of y'all are like, oh, that'd be a great idea. That's awesome. It's wonderful. That's also a violation, a possible violation of your uh, constitutional rights as well. Even though the riot, he's going to use what they call the riot act. 
So that means they're imposing curfews and things like that. Some of you are like, man, we're just going to stop them little jokers from shooting and killing each other. It may get one of y'all killed going home from work at night. It may get your mom, your mom or your wife or your daughter killed when she's trying to get groceries or go to, to the shop at Christmas time or any of those things. This is not a safe law. This law is not good. It may even impact voting and your right to vote for whoever you want to. Watch the games these people play because he's talking about getting a retired general who sat up there and talked about who he, we need to eliminate in America. Talking about putting him in charge of this. So, I've been talking about this for a while. Again, hey, this is Thought You Woke No Speed Limit Podcast. You folks have a wonderful, wonderful day. Peace. You have been listening to Thought You Woke No Speed Limit Podcast.